What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Streamer Season podcast feed. It's not Monday because Loki switched the timeline up, and these episodes come out on Wednesdays. So we're going to be recording these episodes literally on Wednesday nights for the entirety of the Loki series, as long as it's on Wednesdays. And we're going to just spin it off a bit, and instead of Marvel Mondays, we're bringing you TVA Thursdays right here on the Streamer Season podcast feed, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. KB and Dilly Dilly Dylan Mazzola coming at you from Underground Studios. Dylan, we've got a brand new Marvel show in the pipeline. Loki is here. We're going to talk all about the time traveling, cartoonified, Jetsons looking TVA space world that Loki is taking place in. Uh, but of course, before we get started, guys, these podcasts would not be possible without our kick ass sponsors, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Dylan, I just had to use the warranty replacement program for my blue light glasses because I think when I was recording a Tomahawk Shades ad, my blue light glasses grew a pair of legs and decided to escape into the space-time continuum. So I filed super easy, super quick, and I got a brand new pair of blue light glasses in a matter of days. Tomahawk Shades is going to take care of you. Summertime's here. You got to protect your eyes when you're outside. Go get the sunglasses, the blue light plus glasses, especially when you're watching Loki or any of your favorite shows and movies on streaming platforms, you should be wearing the blue light glass to protect your eyes. So go to TomahawkShades.com right now, fill up your cart, get all the blue light, sunglasses, all that good stuff, and everything in between for the summer season. And when you go to check out, use our promo code USP to get 25% off your order at checkout and all orders free domestic shipping no matter what. So TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. And speaking of summer, Dylan, it's the summer of Stateside. Stateside Vodka, proud sponsor of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. They dropped the vodka sodas on our heads since the last time we recorded an episode of Streamer Season. They are here. We've had taste testers, and they say they are the most delicious vodka soda seltzers that you could possibly have. They've got the black cherry, Yum. pineapple, orange, Yum. and lemon cucumber mint, and everybody is raving about them. Yum. It's the summer of Stateside, so go to statesidevodka.com right now. Get the eight-pack the eight pack of vodka sodas. It's it's that simple. $19.99. Can't beat it. That's actually a very good price. 95 calories, two carbs. Uh, as someone who is health conscious, I give this the seal of approval. Stateside Vodka? Real juice. It's none of that fake garbage that you see in these other seltzers. Real juice, real vodka, and we all know Stateside Vodka is actively hydrating. It's got the electrolytes in it. You're going to be able to crush a bunch of those things all summer long. So go to statesidevodka.com, get the vodka sodas, and treat yourself to a Stateside summer. 
And since the last time we recorded an episode, we have a brand new sponsor on the network, our friends at Kenwood Beer. Amazing. Locally brewed in Philadelphia. Why would you go and get those light lagers from the big name brands when you can support a local business doing it right in our backyard? That's our friends at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. They've got the Kenny Tracker where you can find every single place that carries Kenwood Beer. That is an incredible name for that. The Kenny Tracker is elite. It's undefeated. Uh, so go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny Tracker. Check out everything they have for sale. They hooked us up big time when they signed on board with us. So shout out to our new friends at Kenwood Beer for sponsoring all of our show. It's the best beer to crack open when you're watching Loki. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Hands down. Uh, so let's get into Loki here on TVA Thursdays. First episode dropped. Wasn't really sure what I was going to expect from this episode because no idea. of how weird and wild Loki is, how weird and wild in the comics the TVA is. Yeah. And all I have to say is, wow. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to be the first person to crack <laughs> and make that exact joke. <laughs> and Kyle, if you didn't, I was going to. So I commend you for it. But no, it was definitely weird. Um, this one might feel to me more Twilight Zone-y than WandaVision in some ways, but at the same time, it kind of has its own vibe, and mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, it's your classic, like, time patrol, time cop, time travel kind of vibe, so if you've ever read um, A Time Machine or something like that, you'd probably enjoy it as well, and it, it's definitely different, which is what, that, that, that that's the biggest point here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Michael Waldron's involved... He's he's known for Rick and Morty, who is known for time travel, known for messing yes. up timelines. So you know it's going to get crazy. And he's also one of the screenwriter producers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which That's... we kind of got a tease of in this episode, which we'll get into later. But I like how this episode started off. It kicked off in 2012 with the Avengers and the time heist taking yeah. place. And you see where Loki ends up when he gets his hands on the Tesseract, leaves that timeline. Because when you're watching Endgame, you don't know exactly what happens to Loki. He kind no. of just disappears. They figure out a way to go get that Infinity Stone that they need. But now you realize where Loki ends up, and he ends up in the Gobi Desert in Mongolia. And the TVA pops up when the Mongolians don't understand what Loki is talking about, what he's saying. Yeah, they don't know who he yeah. is. <laughs> and then the TVA shows up and claim that he's under arrest for disrupting the sacred timeline. And we come to find out the sacred timeline is like the timeline that is predetermined. Like everything that happens is supposed to happen in this timeline. And this Loki is a variant, which we kind of knew because it, it was 2012 Loki and none of the events that happened to real Loki who is dead have happened to 2012 Loki yet. Um, but I, I like the way that the show kicked off with yeah, the no. continuation and kind of the side plot of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, no, it, it was cool seeing it again. It was cool seeing the uh, Hawk get angry at staircases for a <laughs> second time. Well, more than the second I've watched Endgame several times. Facts. Um, yeah, because you also, know, as we know, Endgame, if you haven't seen it, sorry, spoilers, um, you've Steve, had a couple years. Yeah, you've had a while. And a full quarantine. Steve goes back and and fixes what they, or as as Bruce put it, we're gonna go back and mm -hmm. then put it right back at the same time we took it. So you 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 wonder 
you were left wondering, did Steve go, like, before you saw this, obviously, did Steve go back and, then, like, punch Loki real quick and then take the cube and, like, you know what I mean? Like, put right. it back? Or did he, like... So, yeah. But even if he did that, Loki still grabbing the cube still opened up the plot of the show because he altered the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, it, it was cool seeing Loki still try to do his classic, like, kneel before me. And the, the, the people in the desert were like, Bro, we don't understand. Who you. are you? Like, you <laughs> just came from the sky, dog. <laughs> We're just chilling. It's absolute gold. So Loki gets arrested, and then he's taken to the TVA. And we dude, get... I had nightmares. They remind me of the DMV. The parts very of the true. That's a right? good pull. That's a good pull. Um, so he shows up, and he ends up in like this elevator-looking thing with a a robot. I don't know if you remember the kids' WB show Cubics. Oh my god! That robot looks straight out of Cubics. Yes, that, and it kind of reminded me of the scene in which his brother gets his hair cut when yes. he goes to the, the the world that Jeff Gold, uh, Goldblum inherits. Yeah, I forget. Can't what, think I of it. The name but of I know it, what but you're it's like. About. It's called like Never or something. Yeah, something, something dumb. But yeah, same kind of vibe. They're like yeah. stripping him down. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good pull too. Definitely. And then uh, he blasts his. Uh, expensive as guardian leather off of him and yeah, tom dude. hiddleston is naked in the elevator then he drops through in like a tva like prison jumpsuit and uh <laughs> we get the the scene from the trailer saying please sign and confirm that this is everything that you've ever said and i don't know <laughs> if there's a more like anxiety driven thing thinking did i ever did i say all of this or not like i don't know if this is accurate and then anything Loki said after that, here's another one. Well, that's here's where another it, one. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a recurring trend. It's brought up several times that Loki likes to talk a lot mm-hmm. because he he bullshits. He's he's, totally. a, he's a master bullshitter. Totally. He he is he is Loki. That like that's that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like if you know if you were to rate stats, Loki has a twenty out of ten for charisma. Yes. And a twenty out of ten for BS. And uh, sometimes it's less, but he's it's very high for lying too. Mm-hmm. And that's his thing. So yes, I would be. So anxious looking at a, at a list of things I said. Mine would not be that long. Not at all. <laughs> um, but well, I mean, still. maybe in the last four years since we started doing podcasts, that's true. It might it be would longer. Be, it would be longer. Um, but I'm also I'm also jackass. So as soon as I put the dots that the paper kept printing out, I'd be like, wait a minute, wait what? <laughs> so I'd make the poor man keep doing it, which I would probably be vaporized like the one poor guy we see in like five seconds. Yeah. Real quick in that same room. Do you think that cat was the same type of cat from Captain Marvel? Maybe. I just think they put it in there to kind of give like a homey vibe. Like like a homey, but like also like just to feel how it's like. His buddy whose desk it was, he also had a mug with the cat's face on it. Yeah, I think it's just a cat guy. Yeah. But I was like, huh, is that like Captain Marvel cat or is this real cat? It could be like an Easter egg, but it's probably just the dude likes cats. Yeah. Um, so then Loki falls through, and can, as he continues to fall throughout this series, we assume, yeah. uh, into another room, and he's asked to step through like a metal detector. Oh my God, I forgot about this for <laughs> And he has to confirm that he's not a robot, has a soul, all this stuff, and he's like, well, what if I don't know if I'm a robot? And it's like, it would melt you from the inside out. Again, horrifically terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was, that. like, Loki was questioning the man's Everything. a literal god, and he's like, wait. Am I a robot? Right. <laughs> so he goes through. Spoiler, he gets that, he's not. <laughs> right. He gets that temporal scan and everything on a Polaroid, and then he drops through again to 
a DMV-esque deli line right. where he has That's... to take a ticket. And we get the introduction of Miss Minutes, who seems like from all of the posters and like media pushing out of this show, Miss Minutes has been on a number of things. I think she's going to be an important character. Might be ironically a person, enough actually. as a cartoon character, or maybe it's a, well, maybe we'll meet the real Miss Minutes, which eventually. would be pretty cool. Um, got massive like episode two WandaVision vibes from the cartoon, kind of Jetsons old school Hanna Barbera cartoons mm-hmm. as well. Um, I like that introduction See, into the MCU. I loved it. The only bad thing, and it's not a bad thing, it's just a good thing because it has me wanting more. I want to know, since we've gotten into that scene, so before I mentioned the guy getting vaporized, you briefly see him earlier when Loki first gets mm-hmm. there and he's being he's being an ass. He's like, he's refusing to do whatever. Yeah, nobody gave me a ticket. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly, Kyle's right. And then he goes for the ticket. The guards says, take a ticket. This guy says no. Loki luckily does. And then after you watch the awesome cartoon that Kyle pointed out, that character, which, by the way, it's so cool. It looks it looks like an old cartoon, dude. It was crazy. Great animation. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch the man say, oh, I didn't take a ticket. Like, start lying, obviously. We, like He's right across the room. <laughs> and then he acts a fool. And then we watch him literally get vaporized. And my, yes. my, whole, my whole tangent here, which also describing the episode, is I want to know what that guy did. Because he looked like normal, a normal-ass dude. Yeah. He, like, I mean, what did he do? But then again, the video said it could be as something as being late to work. Late to work. And that... So imagine, you're late to work. You know, you're a punctual person. And then you relate to work like the first time in a year, and then these all being time <laughs> gods are like, Kyle, you're late to work. You're gonna get reset. You're gonna be erased. <laughs> so Loki goes through with his ticket to the this courtroom where he's in front of a judge who is Ravana Renslayer. She's very important because in the comics, if I'm not mistaken, she is a love interest of Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. That's not a good guy. Not at all. Um, And she is very much, like, on board with, like, having everybody reset. She is asking Loki if he's guilty or not guilty. And Loki, again, continues to bullshit his way through and is like, I'm guilty of this, this, and this. That has nothing to do with what she's asking. Um, She orders him... Uh, to get reset for crimes against the sacred timeline. For a brief second, he had her though, and he was like, "But so the Avengers, who are your bosses, and why do you do this?" And right. She, she was like, "No, no, no, you're gonna get reset." <laughs> um. So he brings up the Avengers, and she says, 
no, 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 no. What they did was supposed to happen. What mm-hmm. you did was not. Um, so then he gets declared guilty, sentenced to be reset, and then Agent Mobium, Mobius M. Mobius steps in, a.k.a. Owen Wilson, uh, and says that wow. this Loki variant could be of use. He then takes Loki to the Time Theater, where he reviews Loki's past misdeeds and questions Loki's quote-unquote love of killing and hurting people. We also get a look at the TVA, and it looks super like just CGI real-life Jetsons. Yeah, it looks like it the was future. awesome. It looks like those memes you see on Twitter, where it's like the world can be yes. like, the world can be like this if, if and it's something like stupid like if everyone uses their blinker. Yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. one where it was like this is Tampa Bay when Tom Brady signed with the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's, it's just like this like utopia. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, perfect utopia. And uh, it looked awesome because there's no magic on this place correct we learned that because loki loki and, tried and, to use his powers in the courtroom basically has a cheeser and then they're like they're like what are you doing he's like <laughs> uh yeah you can't use magic here bud which also brought back like thor ragnarok vibes when thor like tries to like break yes, through and... it's it's kind of i'm, I'm glad we brought the, you will we both brought it up because it's kind of like a parallel mm-hmm. they're both being stripped of their namesake like like the, the god's sake being a god Losing their outfit or hair, and, and in Thor's case, and uh, outfit in his case. Well, I think Thor kind of lost his outfit. Yeah. And then, um, hopefully, eventually, Loki battles his way back. But who knows? He might end up dying. Like people have to realize this. This might be the first de- depressing. And I use quotes. Like he is a mistake in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like there's a good possibility when this is all said and done, he 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 dies. Yeah. Like oh, don't expect Owen Wilson's character to be like wow. He helped, the, he helped me. I think the interesting part about Loki as a series is, yes, it's 2012 Loki, but we also have a confirmed season two already yes, before so, this episode even aired. Like, we were, we blogged about it. It got renewed in November of 2020 before the show even came out and, like, wasn't even set to be, like, the first, ep- like, first installment of Phase 4. I thoroughly think this show is going to be like that continuous, ongoing, running-in-the-background type show where they use Loki and Loki variants to kind of correct all the mistakes of the timeline that we'll get a showdown eventually in 2023 when Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes around and Kang the Conqueror is the confirmed villain for that because Kang's like the all time he's the time lord like he's one of the big bads you yeah know? He's, he's so i think loki's gonna be running in the background of all of phase four trying to fix the mistakes of everything that's gone on okay during so, mcu timeline and even beforehand emphasis on background is he the new stan lee cameo that's a that's a good point i i like, are, are you watching a new Marvel movie, and they're fighting, and in the background... Loki's back there. You see Lo- Loki, like, rounding a corner, and, like, you know the gif of the baby that runs? Yeah. And, like, goes up and turns around? That's Loki. Like, because oh, we, I can't be seen. In one of the trailers, when we see, like, President Loki, which I'm very excited for that arc, there is TVA, like, 2012 Loki in the background while President Loki is, like, giving his speech. So, so maybe you could be on to something with him being this. I either think the new Stan Lee cameo is going to be Deadpool now that he's part of the MCU or it's going to be Loki. And you also just by bring up the president Loki, 
maybe the show is literally what you said, and it's just about because of the initial of him grabbing a Tesseract, there's going to be so many altered timelines mm-hmm. of Loki just as like, Loki as Groot, Loki as president, Loki zombie, like you know what I mean? Loki Which would woman. Be- amazing loki whatever loki venom i don't know i mean lady loki is expected to show up yes which we'll get into at the end of the episode they confirm that loki is gender fluid yeah sophia Martino is confirmed for the show and everybody's speculating that she is lady loki well it's imdb tries to hide stuff for Mm -hmm. other websites but when you have an actress or an actor and it says untitled role or has nothing you can put two and two together and defer and i think with Loki running, because we're going to see Loki travel to a bunch of different time periods throughout this show. I, I like that idea that like he becomes the Stan Lee cameo. That would be that would be incredible. Um, be very incredible. I, I honestly hope they do like some some more history stuff like they already teased a little later in the episode mm-hmm. with Loki. Um, it's it's messed up, but it would be pretty, pretty hilarious. Like, from a dark humor, if he was the one that assassinated, like, Abraham Lincoln or something. That's what everyone's, like, talk, like oh, really? trying to pick, I'm not the only one that's like, going on Not that even horse. just that, they're, like, they're trying to think of, like, okay, like, we've seen some of these, like, unsolved mysteries, some of these conspiracy theories. Oh, JFK. What <laughs> other things would Marvel slash Disney be willing to dive into? I said I would love for them to investigate Loki being part of, like, Amelia Earhart. Yeah, I think recently they have potential lead that she was actually captured mm-hmm. um, or like figuring out like you know the there's a bermuda whole, triangle the bermuda triangle there's a whole like somebody typed up something like what if loki like figures out the the plot line of like the zodiac killer like all this kind of stuff that what's in the crazy box? humor that's, for loki that's but true now that we kind of know the path that this show is taking I'm curious as to what they're going to be willing to dive into because it's kind of like, oh, Loki was so-and-so all along. True. Because we get into it, we'll we'll say, you know, they basically said Loki was D.B. Cooper, which is the only unsolved plane hijacking in history. And we learn at the very end of that that he only did it because it was a bet from his With Thor, (laughs) which I think is hilarious. I think it's hilarious, too, because Thor literally was probably drunk as a skunk and was like, yo, you should go on Earth, Midgard, and you should rob a plane. Yeah, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, D.B. Cooper is a media epithet uh, used to describe an unidentified man who hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft in uh, the U.S. between Portland and Seattle on the afternoon of November 24th, 1971, and it was never solved. Which is crazy to think well, about. Well, his body has never been found. Like The no. only thing they really found was like charred up pieces of dollar bills from the money that he stole. Yeah, I think a lot of people think he probably just died. Like, it didn't land, which mm-hmm. is plausible. But in, in Marvel, it's Loki. So Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, $200,000 in ransom money that he had. Which is a lot, considering... It was 1971, you... Move the timeline, no pun intended, up to 20, 50 years. Yeah, that's worth a lot. More. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see like what they say was Loki all along. I don't usually condone criminal activities, but 
it's to me it still is one of the coolest things it's fascinating <laughs> it's so interesting um it's like one of those things that you don't really learn about or you're not gonna be talking yeah, about like but when, when in your life when it pops up because it does for everyone as you get older and you randomly learn about mr cooper you're like what the fuck yeah like <laughs> you're like when did this why Who? i didn't even like know about it until i saw like the original trailer with loki like jumping out of the plane and somebody was talking about it i was like huh what is this and i looked i was like why don't we learn about this ever that would be a amazing idea for a gen ed course in college or even high school just like learn about like mysteries yes like, like unsolved mysteries but like do like not just murders like mm-hmm. stuff like this and you know who knows maybe you can inspire the next sherlock holmes or Would be sick i'm a big fan um so then loki claims that his actions serve to quote-unquote free his would-be subjects from their own aimless uh freedom doubting everything that mobius was saying that was incredible by that the was way awesome it was like literally the teacher owning the student he was like oh you claim to free them is that why uh play tape and it's him doing the whole yeah. kneel before me peasants he had like an answer to everything loki was talking or like about. do you enjoy hurting people and it went back to the uh, eyeball scene oh my god where he took that dude's eyeball he was like look at that smirk on your face you love watching people in pain and i think because this is 2012 Loki and he hasn't experienced everything that was shown to him on this film, he kind of got like that wake up call. And we were talking about that before we started recording. Like, does this Loki variant now understand like everything that's going to eventually happen to him? Or is he kind of just like bullshitting his way through to, you know, dupe everybody at the TVA to let him go and then he'll experience, you know, what he's destined for? I think it's probably a mixture, and we both agreed on that uh, off the air. Um, I think you see it later in the episode. Um, it clicks because he watches. You know, so, I mean, we're, we're about there. So Kyle's talking about it. They're going back and forth. Basically, he's just getting schooled. Then Loki's Loki. He breaks away. Um, not much happens except he runs back into our favorite nerd behind the desk, Casey. Our favorite useless desk jockey. <laughs> um, Loki gets a Tesseract and he realizes it's useless. He also finds the Infinity Stones, which Casey <laughs> claims they use them for paperweights. So. Which is crazy because Loki's face when he saw that, like, they that's just when, had an endless supply of Infinity Stones. That's when I thought, or that's when I like realized to some extent it did click and he realized how futile his effort was because he essentially went back to his holding cell and he had to fight the one lady who doesn't like him mm-hmm. but he didn't really fight her he just kind of sent her on a loop and rewinded her out and then he watches his like kyle was saying he watches the his self essentially live out the predestined life and die and he, he, he cried he smiled um he rewind the mother scene like twice that was a little psychotic i was like bro i get it but like i would not want to rewind that um so i think th- I, my, my point is i think he i think he gets it but at the same time they made a lot of emphasis on him being the god of mischief in this episode like Owen wilson's character clearly has ulterior motives obviously mm-hmm. and he also was trying to bait him into being honest because then Loki comes out and says, uh, you probably remember better than I do, but basically he doesn't actually enjoy it. Yeah. He pretty much says like, I do it because it's like part of, for lack of a better term, it's like part of the bit that I am like, I'm this God of mischief and I have to do it to uphold the standards that I'm like held to of being 
this title that I've inherited. And I think it's he says it says he's he's weak, right? And yeah. it's a good it's a way it's like to power. hide his weakness. And you know, I I think Marvel owes every Marvel fan <laughs> free therapy sessions for <laughs> the way they've kicked off Phase Four because between Wanda, Bucky, and Loki now with all the trauma and grief that they have been put through these side characters that are now being pushed to the forefront as like the faces of Marvel. Now, my goodness, the trauma they've been through is astronomical. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at get in the whole pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content, keeping you up to date on the world of golf, releasing weekly a part of the underground sports, Philadelphia family of podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Dude, so much trauma, even, even us agent, John Walker, who we just met, they were like, Hey, you want another side character with a lots of trauma and PTSD. Boom. Here you go. Um, Owen Wilson's character could potentially have trauma. We don't know. Uh, we still don't even know how these beings function. Are they like humans? Because they were created by the time people. Mm-hmm. The lizards, as Loki said. <laughs> Space lizards. Um, which, so uh, Owen Wilson's basically a time cop. I mean, he's going to he's gonna bust uh, Justin Timberlake in that movie in time soon. <laughs> nah, that's not time travel. But um, no, it's, I don't know. I, I, I think we all want to hope that Loki's going to be the awesome brother he ended up being towards the end mm-hmm. of his first Marvel stint, but I don't want to commit to that fully because I still think he might try to cause a ruckus. Yeah, I mean, he went from, in the movies, he went from villain to anti-hero by the time, you know, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame only, came around. He was around. only a hero at the very end of his, like literally end of his life when he came back, saved the people of his planet, helped his brother. Yep, fought in Ragnarok. And then, and then he dies immediately after because yeah. he saves his brother again, essentially. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we get just kind of like the time buddy cop tandem of Mobius and Loki because everything we've seen in the trailer so far, it seems like they are fighting side by side uh because we learn that like the the TVA and Mobius are trying to protect the sacred timeline from a rogue variant of Loki correct which we'll get into but i'm hoping that throughout this series whether it's through the end of season 1 or going into season 2 or if it's just a continuous thing if there are more seasons of Loki that like it's Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston just like figuring out the timeline putting the pieces back together and making sure that this sacred timeline is what it needs to be. I also, going back to the cartoon, I love that, one, we got mention of (laughs) Nexus Beings, which we did in WandaVision. Yes, sir. And I love that we got mention of Madness and Multiverses. So, uh, my my only thing, yes, we also got the... Was it almost made the, the nightmare joke? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's a different division. He yeah, because L- Loki was like, "I'm gonna burn this place down. This night, a nightmare or whatever. This nightmare down." And then he was like, "Yeah, I'll actually help you burn down that yes. division, which was cool." Um, my only thing about the whole Nexus thing is, I immediately was like, "Wait, so what Wanda is doing is that considered 
her predestined path? <laughs> I think so, because we'll also get to Owen Wilson traveling through time as well, because there are some things in there. Just like the show, we're jumping around a little bit. Yeah, we, we're using that device. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I saw something on Twitter where it was like, Agatha Harkness was warning Wanda of her predetermined like destiny when she said, you don't know what you've just done, you're going to need me. And we all know that Wanda more than likely is going to be responsible for the Multiverse of Madness opening up in the Doctor Strange movie. I am curious if Loki is going to show up in Multiverse of Madness. I mean, when there's a party of chaos, generally speaking, you would think the God of Mischief would be there in some shape or form. Because that's really the first in-your-face, not like a subtle hint like they did in the final commercial of WandaVision, talking about, like, the Nexus pill and everything that Wanda took. This is the first time they're like, boom, Nexus in-your-face, like, comic book speech bubble, multiverse, madness were mentioned. And, I mean, we all, we all know Michael Waldron is on board for multiverse madness. So, like, he's could potentially be using Loki as a way to set up events that take place in the multiverse madness Uh, that man definitely likes multiverses except in his other show they just fuck things up and leave yes (laughs) (laughs) there's no there's no resetting it's uh we can find a new planet (laughs) these loki variants them using like very it reminds me of mr meeseeks oh (laughs) you just unlocked a memory i forgot about Mr. Meeseeks, look what he, look what I can do. Look at me. The f- my best part of that is the one that's. I'm a stickler, Meeseeks. How's your short game, Jerry? It has like it has Beth at gunpoint. <laughs> it, it's just like okay, how many variants of Loki are there? Why do they keep popping up? It's just like Does someone have the box. They're just <laughs> sma- they're smashing the tesseract. <laughs> the tesseract is the the Mr. Loki box. Um, I just hope it's like different versions of him. Like it comes out a yeah. woman, comes out like a group, comes out like I was Matt saying Damon. Earlier. Yeah, <laughs> he's confirmed. He's in the confirmed. Show. Yo, give us a fat Loki. No, uh, well, all the actors are confirmed. The all the actors yeah. that were doing the play. So it's um, oh, guy from Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. Yeah, they're all confirmed he's, for he's Thor: Love and Thunder. Matt Damon is Loki. Or yes, I think he's and, then, and, then, yeah, and then the other Hemsworth brother is Thor. Yes, and then, they're all confirmed. And then Melissa McCarthy is confirmed as uh, Helena. Yes, they're all Hel- in Thor: Love and Thunder, rather. which which is coming. So that's like comes uh, out twenty twenty two. Like I think it's two months. But that after. T- that ties in. It's like why are they in there? Are they doing another th- play? Will they possibly have a cameo in this? Because like Kyle is saying, this is going to potentially hop all over, and you're going to see Loki. And we all know Loki and Thor are going to be interacting in some way, shape, or form, whether it's this season, next season, because those two are like... And we know the confirmed villain for Thor Love and Thunder is Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was uh, Chris Hemsworth and Leg Day. <laughs> it also could be Natalie Portman and Bench Press. Yo, she... She got yoked. She's already been a beautiful woman, and now I just want her to marry me more. She is yoked. Uh, but with all of these play characters being confirmed, like, does Loki pop up in an already loaded cast, and Gore the God Butcher being the villain, is he gonna try to kill this variant Loki and, like, mess up everything the TVA is trying to do? But it could be, it could be an even different Loki than who we're seeing now. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of 
are Lokis going to essentially become what deer are in real life? Like, you know, hunting, whether you hate it or, or like it, it is needed. So mm-hmm. <laughs> is the TVA going to have to herd <laughs> Lokis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thin the universe because there's too many of them popping up? So we, we also saw Owen Wilson in the TVA popping up in different areas, obviously in the Gobi Desert to arrest Loki to kick off the show. But we saw Owen Wilson pop up in Ike's Eden province in France during 1549, uh, which we looked that up, and I it lost re- it. It. Was a, it was the year of a rebellion, the, something with the beat, right? I think it was the French Rebellion or something like that. Um, squashed by England, correct? The the fun part about this is there is a oh, <laughs> go for it stained glass go, yeah. window. What's on the stained glass? When Kyle? they pull up and talk to this kid, and that virtual reality looking stick that. figure popping, I was like, that's pretty cool. Although um, personally, I think the kid be shitting his pants. Yeah, not enjoying it, dude. It's 1549. This kid has nothing, and he sees something cooler than what we have now. Basically, it was... Technology that's nowhere close was, to being invented. Yeah. Well, one of the iPhones was supposed to have holograms, and that was BS. But, yeah. So, yeah. Like, and he was, like, smiling. And I'm like, no way. He'd be Not scared. Not a chance. I don't know. And Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, asks the kid, who did this? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kyle. We don't necessarily know what he's talking about, per se. There was just somebody stabbed on the ground. If you've seen the episode, and if you've listened to our other Marvel <laughs> stuff, you know why I'm poking right now, because Kyle's going to go and dig up the past. Pun intended. On Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> that was so Mephisto on that stained glass window. <laughs> it definitely was Mephisto on the stained glass window. I, I was just waiting for this for the little Mephisto I. I've seen it in promotional things, and seeing it even closer, I was like, okay, it's one of two things. It's Mephisto, or it's like a devil variant of Loki, because it looked like it had hair. Uh, I'm going to pull it up on the actual clip that I have here, but... It makes sense. When I I saw this... The devil variant of him. I said... (laughs) Hello, Mephisto. Come on through the it multiverse of madness. It kind of reminded me of um, Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Mixed with, what's the movie? Is it Constantine when Keanu Reeves is yes. like the, yeah. But I, I saw it, and when they zoomed in on it, because we've obviously only seen like parts of it in a trailer, and it's been far away, but this looks like it's either a representation of Mephisto, which is Marvel's devil, which we talked about at nauseum during our WandaVision episodes. Or it's kind of got that long hair. Well, that that I was going to say, so it's either you're right on the money or it's just because Loki wears a scepter yeah. or a crown-type horn helmet, thing, and he has long hair. And he does wear similar uh, clothes. So and he's on a throne and Loki's destined so that's to rule why and be when, a king. And- that's why when you ask this, little french kid hey like who did this he's like well i guess that picture kind of looks like that guy yeah so i mean there's a lot of options here it could also be this keeps, rogue variant it keeps the mephisto hope alive. the mephisto train is back on the tracks michael fassbender train's not alive folks <laughs> oh did- no it is remember that article i sent you well, yeah but not, not i'm saying in the confines of this show <laughs> not in this show but eventually I think it could happen because of Kang the Conqueror. If anyone listening, 
Uh, if you have any connections to the man I just named, um, I he's would, our white whale right now. I would love to do a meet and greet. Um, because Michael Fassbender is being rumored to be Doctor Doom in the MCU. That that would be incredible. I literally, if someone can, someone listening, get me to meet <laughs> this man, and I won't even fangirl. I, I said I would, but the I day won't. we get Michael Fassbender on this podcast will be one of the best days in our company and history. I, and I'll put it. On the on the web in words right now. If I get to ever talk to him, especially on here, I'll do a little, I'll do a tiny bit of a troll, and I'll ask him, "How does it feel to be one of the coolest heroes, or well, anti-hero villain in Magneto, but get bitched in Glorious Bastards and only have like four and a half minutes of screen time?" That would be incredible. I think he would laugh. I think he would laugh, too. So, Michael Fassbender, when and if you ever listen to this podcast, we would love for you to be one of our first guests. More Tom Hiddleston. Come on down. Tom Hiddleston, come on down. Let's make Owen Wilson, come on down. We If if they ever do Mephisto, I think the first person we should get would be whoever, whatever actor plays that. Yes. Because <laughs> that, that is, like, part of our, like, top five yeah. list. It's Michael Fassbender... <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> They're both up there. Anything related to Stranger Things happens on this show, no matter what we're talking about. Yes, sir. Those are our top three right now. Yeah. If if the Russo or the the Stranger Things writers want to come on, come on down because we'll fill in as it goes. On. We'll make it happen. Um, and then we also see Owen Wilson. You know, while he's going through everything with Loki, we see the TVA jump to. 1858 in Salina, Oklahoma, which is the year before gasoline and oil was discovered in Oklahoma. And they say, you know, some jackass wanted to use a time machine. There was that device. Which I immediately thought of Orrin Wells in the book. (laughs) Yeah, there was that device just in the middle of the field, which was very Thor, original Thor-esque, you know, thing in the field. Let's figure out what this is. I have no idea what that thing was. I don't know if... It might have just been... Whoever ended up slaying those agents, mm-hmm. it might have been a prop. Because, you know, we're talking about it. You brought it up. How, like, you know, the person might have just used the whole fact that Oklahoma had oil as a... As a, a ploy to draw as them a ruse. in. Or who knows? Maybe the person was like, yo, I'm time traveling. Let me get a little sample of this. Make a little money. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... It is the rogue variant of Loki that ambushes, kills them, sets them on fire. Oh very my. smart very, tactic. Ve- very smart tactic, but very dumb on the TVA's part. Yes. Because one of the, the, the dude with the beard literally pointed out, oh, there's oil here. And then one of them looked at the ground and kind of did like the thing you do when you step on something and mm-hmm. you're like, ugh. And then, <laughs> ominous, it's and then they fire. say, someone's here. We get a silhouette. Somebody with a lantern. <laughs> My sister said, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill, if you want to come on the podcast. That's no moon. Um, we all know the traditional big four sports, and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Cremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week 
on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. And then, boom, thing gets set on fire, and then Loki Variant does the smart thing and picks up the device that's supposed to reset the timeline. So that way, Um, that portion of time now, for the time being, cannot be reset. I think that was Lady Loki. The it's just the crazy because not, not only is that variant murdering the agents, which by the way, you would think for people who can control time, they'd be a little better at like knowing outcomes uh, for themselves. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the space lizards really don't care that much. Um, no, but point is, um, so imagine you're in that Oklahoma field, like you and I are the farmers there, and we also are oil racketeers. Next day, we're gonna wake up and see a bunch of space space people in our in our field burned burned to a crisp. That's yeah. gonna cause a nexus level event, or at least change a timeline, because then you and I are gonna call the government and be like, "We we just found some spacemen in our." You suckers want to complain about the gas price increase? In it's oil- because of rogue Loki. <laughs> it's because of aliens. <laughs> or uh, I mean, granted, they fixed the they fixed the one in France, but mm-hmm. imagine. Imagine if they didn't reset time. That little boy was going to go probably end up being killed because he's yeah. going to ramble about the gum he got. Yeah, yeah, gum, but blue And mouth. ramble about a man dancing on a phone. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't know where a phone is. So, I mean, it was a hell of a way to end the episode, oh, too. Oh, it was great. Because it ended right with the flames and then this rogue variant picking up the device and then, boom, credits. It's basically, and credits is very accurate, um... It's just cool because you have no idea where this show's going. Like, the mm-hmm. only thing we know is that there's going to be... Uh, well, there is another variant of Loki, or variants, and it's probably female. And we know that Loki's going to cooperate in some form with Owen Wilson's character. After that, we're kind of just in for the ride. Yeah, we are like, please keep your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. Mm-hmm. Please enjoy the ride. That's where we are right now after episode one, which is titled Glorious Purpose uh, of Loki. The Rotten Tomatoes score for this was 100% approval rating with an average score of 8 out of 10 based on 17 reviews. That's incredible. I think that's awesome. It's the second straight Marvel TV series now because I believe first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier also got a 100% approval rating. Um, I thought it was so well done. It wasn't like the, the jumpiness that we saw in Falcon Winter Soldier to kick off. And obviously we know there were rewrites in that show. So it kind of made things a little jumbled. I think everything made perfect sense in this where with WandaVision, you got the first two episodes and you were still kind of curious as to what was going to happen. I think this was a flawless series premiere for Loki and, like we said, you're in for a ride that is going to take you all over the globe. No, I. it could take you anywhere. It could take you, like we were saying, we, we might see Loki variants assassinating historical figures, or might see him or her, they, them, whatever the creature is, saving people mm-hmm. or causing mischief like, like the god is. Literally, it could be... The craziest, smallest thing 
but it could be a, a detail on the show because of any unsolvedness. Literally, the um, what are the what are the famous stones in England called? The ones that sit there, people think they're aliens. Something row or hedge, I don't know. You know, you know uh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. What? I would be cool. That's what, a cool idea. What if there is a Loki variant that's really big, like huge? Yeah, and just put rocks there and was like, that <laughs> would be cool. That would be funny. Loki responsible for Stonehenge is. I'm all on board for that. I just ton, there's tons of things we could sit here and put the tinfoil hats on. Mm-hmm. Think of conspiracies. I mean, and there's there's messed up ones and there's less messed up ones. Yeah. and it's that it, it's just it's a matter of where where they go as a show. Marvel and Disney are comfortable going. I think with this show. anything probably recent they won't like recent recent yeah. they wouldn't do like that one airline that went missing yeah. a couple years ago. I imagine they probably wouldn't do something like that. But like we're gonna see. Mount Vesuvius explode. We're gonna see the. It was like in the 1980s there was a um, an arcade game that people thought that like the CIA was using for similar things that they do. <laughs> Here we go in Stranger Things, where they're like testing on people and trying to get like the kinetic powers and everything and make them unlock different parts of their brain and stuff. They're they're diving into a number of things that are already like pseudo confirmed. I'm just interested to see how much more of that barrier they're going to push and what they're willing to explore. I hope they push it a little further than what I guess they would want. I don't want them to do anything crazy and like endanger, mm-hmm. endanger Disney getting canceled or anything of that, of that regard. But it, it would be interesting to see like some of the crazy things in history um, relived in a modern like technology CGI standpoint through the eyes and actions of a loki variant yeah 1000 percent, and or potentially have to have our loki variant go back and fix something like what if a loki which i variant, think we're gonna see with president loki yes what if a loki variant goes and changes something like what if they save like imagine this messed up scenario right but be kind of crazy like imagine they save one of the two obviously the two most notorious assassinations for u.s history one of those presidents which will tie into the kyle's thing and thus saving them maybe it creates a timeline in which loki's a president and then mm-hmm. they have to go back and make sure history stays because when same. loki's president it's the scene where avengers tower is like knocked to the ground and like new york is in shambles so that's like the Okay, Loki and everything that happened in the Battle of New York, Loki won. So that's going to be an interesting twist. To oh, like, so it's going to be like what would happen if he if the Avengers got lost the dict- and yeah. Loki ends up winning and he's now President Loki because he took down the Avengers. What happens to the Avengers in that timeline? True, it's probably dead. <laughs> and then like, what happens because the Avengers don't stop him? What happens down the line when Thanos is on this hunt for? The Infinity Stones, how does that affect the timeline? It, it's going to be fascinating to see how they go. Might, it might tie into the uh, What If series. Which is next in line. Like, What If is the next Marvel show that comes out after Loki, and What If, even though it's animated, is canon to the MCU. They're also doing an, an anime uh, yeah. Marvel, I think, as well as Star Wars as yeah. well. So, I mean, that's going to be super, and I think, what if is confirmed for season two as well? So there's gonna be a That's lot. That's awesome. I know they've been teasing it forever. Forever. They're, they're gonna do more, and, and I know one of them is already gonna be the Marvel Zombies. Yep. Because Which that's a really awesome wait. comic book line. 
and uh, I also can't wait for that. Um, although it's going to be a little weird because slight spoiler, I won't go too into it, but the comics, they're zombies. Wow. Mm-hmm. And one of the only heroes that survives is Black Panther, which what if is confirmed to be Chadwick's final project he ever. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. Okay, that's so Chadwick is involved. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, because there's the, the storyline where, uh, T'Challa is the one who discovers the Infinity Stone instead of Star Lord. Mm. So Black Panther becomes Star Lord instead of Peter Quill. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's be uh, let's be real. Peter Quill is like the cousin that shows up at the party and like you love him, but you're kind of like, why is he here? Like he if he's, he's there for the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> love the character, but also he's messed up so much totally uh rotten tomatoes critical consensus reads though glorious purpose bears the burden of a tremendous amount of exposition there's no denying the joy of tom hiddleston and owen wilson's budding chemistry i think it's also dope that tom hiddleston's an executive producer on this show so he's gonna have a lot of say in what goes down with the character i think he genuinely enjoys his role he loves being loki so i mean it's a fun character totally um so and I think he's just he's just grateful for the studio because when he when he first signed up, um, his contract said he could be either Thor or Loki. Like years ago, I'm talking obviously. Mm-hmm. So he tried to gain muscle and he came in and was like, "Yeah, I'm 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 a skinny boy. Like I yeah. I tried." And then you know obviously he ended up getting Loki and then he's happy Thor got Thor. Uh, because he doesn't want to be that big. <laughs> Which, very exciting. Thor Love and Thunder just wrapped filming. Awesome. So that is in post-production. So I'm sure we're going to get some sort of here and there leaks about it to potentially see if Tom Hiddleston is in the movie or not. Um, because I don't think that's confirmed yet one way or another. No. That movie's going to be loaded, too, with Oh, speaking cast. of uh, Marvel leaks, I did see that apparently William Dafoe is confirmed to be in the new Spider-Man. I saw it's like... Which, if that's the case, you're going to watch a grown man scream. I saw it's confirmed, quote-unquote, but not confirmed by the studio. I just watched that movie the other day. Yeah. In honor of my man. I, uh, I'm very excited for that movie because there's going to be a lot of people in that. I think Loki could pop up in that <laughs> movie. Might. Who knows? Um, Loki Spider-Man? Oh, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. What do you think happens next week? Episode two. Next week, I think... We were left on a massive cliffhanger I in this one. I think Loki and Owen Wilson, uh, good cop, bad cop, are going to go to Oklahoma and they're going to see what happened to see what happened um maybe we even do like the scenario i said maybe they go the next day because they're late to the mm. news and they have to talk to the people and the like, yo what happened here and it's a bunch of like people like gold rush people essentially mm-hmm. oil rush people like we don't know and then they have to reset time and i think um it'll be kind of like a chase but not a chase but kind of like the the um the setup in the detective style movies, mm-hmm. like find some clues, follow the leads kind of vibe. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I think I, like I said, I think the rogue variant that we saw the silhouette of that burned everything up in Oklahoma. I think that's lady Loki. I think that is I like, think so too, by the way, but the, it could be another one. I think that's the person that's going to be the, the white whale chase for Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston in this show. And, as they're looking for Lady Loki, 
they're going to experience like the Mount Vesuvius, the the video game thing that I talked about. Yeah, so like, they're going to the conspiracy theories, events. all the like unsolved mystery type things as they're on the hunt for Lady Loki. We could even we could see it as like the Titanic. Oh, that would be dope. Crazy thing. That would be cool. Imagine a chase scene while it's sinking. That would be super dope. I'm all about but stuff like that you know like yeah it's not a, it's not the it's not the greatest time in history for people that were on the boat but you know it's it's been there it's happened it's old now it's history it'd be cool to see like what would happen if there's chase scene on it i like that so loki season one confirmed for six episodes awesome. I, I i liked the length of this episode yeah, i thought it, it was a good, good length it wasn't too long but it was longer than some of the other marvel mm-hmm. shows and i didn't feel cheated out yeah, I think it ran, if I'm not mistaken, before the credits started rolling, it was like 45 minutes. Yes, the credits got are getting shorter. Thank you, Marvel. If we can get a 45-minute episode every week, I'm I'll fine be with thrilled. That. Yep. I think that's the perfect time frame for this Agreed. type of show. Agreed. And we're getting a season two, which yes. is also super exciting. So TVA Thursdays are here. What are you giving as your rating for Loki Glorious Purpose, Episode 1, Season 1. I'd probably have to go with a 9 out of 10. It was a very very good episode, very good score, um, in my opinion. There's a couple things left to interpret. Mm-hmm. It's the first episode, so it's a, a plot-building episode. So, 9 out of 10 is my score. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Like a, In that 8.9 and 9.1, mm-hmm. so average it out, I think it's a 9 out of 10. I thought it was really well done. I Like I said, it, it didn't jump around so like sporadically where you were like confused as to where things were going yeah it 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 made sense like there was the the main plot line and then kind of that side storyline of like loki trying to figure out things on his own while the tva is still involved in that main plot line um mephisto might be here which is (laughs) awesome nightmare might be here mephisto and fazbender just chilling uh what if fazbender is mephisto then we, get, we both get what we want. <laughs> Our worlds would explode. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I'm very excited to see how this show kind of plays out. We've got six episodes, so the next six weeks, the next six Thursdays, you've got TVA Thursdays right here on Streamer Season. Make sure you guys follow us on social media, at StreamerSZN on Twitter and Instagram, uh, because we're going to be bringing all the Loki content, and we're bringing you guys episodes of just like news updates, things we're watching that we don't necessarily do full episode breakdowns yes. for. Uh, because today, out of the blue, Stranger Things just announced four brand new characters for I season saw four. That and I need to start watching the Bad Batch. I'm so I started behind. the Bad Batch. I, I heard, got I heard it's incredible. I got through episode one. Is it true? Is it incredible? It is phenomenal. I, heard, I finished I heard it's my very dark. Is that when I, I finished my Clone Wars watch so I could feel like I was like ready for it. It was a, it was a journey. I'm so happy for Kyle. Um. But the Bad Batch was amazing. I I was for an animated show. The animation is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The cameos that happen, ah, not listening. Jaw drop. Awesome. I was like not expecting it. I was like, okay, I like how this. And we already know Fennec Shand is confirmed for this show. I like how they're incorporating live action with the animated, and it's kind of like built in. And getting, like, background stories. Dude, Dave Filoni is the man. He's awesome. Dave Filoni and Kevin Feige, they're my presidents. 
Yes, we should get them. Uh, no, uh, yeah, but definitely a Kyle and I Bad Batch, on other fantastic. Things. I finished the Mighty Duck series. was I well worth the watch. I have not watched that yet. And well it's worth surprising it. Surprising for a hunky guy like me. And uh, we've, we're going to have a full breakdown movie episode with myself and the one and only Carmen Bryant. Because In the Heights comes out. As you guys are listening to this, it is on HBO Max. It's in the theaters. We're going to have a full In the Heights episode with myself and my lovely boss from Buna Regional High School. That's awesome. Um, very excited to watch that movie. It is confirmed right now, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes I'm from all the critics. I'm excited to watch it as well, too. I need to set time aside for that. So we've got that. We've got Loki. We've got The Bad Batch. we got Stranger Things just leaking things left and right. And uh, also, Ryan the Last Dragon no longer on premiere access on Disney+. Plus. So got to check that out. Sarah watched it. She said it was fantastic. And I've heard things where it could be potentially a top five Disney movie of all time. Which is saying a lot. Excuse me? So we'll be back uh, probably early next week with one of those are episodes. You, are you including just Disney or Pixar as well? Uh, I think it's everything. So Disney, Pixar. Nothing will ever top Toy Story. Kyle. Facts. Toy Story is in my top five movies of all time. Yes. So factuals. We'll be back uh, with I one of those episodes. Put and that then out there. <laughs> every Thursday, you guys are getting TVA Thursdays for the next six weeks. So stay tuned for that. Follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan Mazzola. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Do it. Follow the network at Underground PHI. We Do may it. or may not soon have a blue check mark next to our name. Mm. Fingers crossed. Send us the good vibes. UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com is the place for all the written content. And, of course, guys, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Give us your Loki theories. We want to hear from you guys everything that you think could happen in this show. Leave it in our podcast reviews. We will read them on the show. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do, too. We know they're five stars. You can also check us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Carrier Pigeon, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And uh, like I said, we'll be back probably Monday. We'll have an episode of all the news and stuff to be broken down for you. And then we'll be back on Thursday with episode two of TVA Thursdays. Can't wait. And then we'll have an In the Heights movie breakdown and a whole lot more right here on the Streamer Season podcast feed. Big thank you to our sponsors who make these podcasts possible. The homies at Tomahawk Shades. Use our code USP to get 25% off. Your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Free domestic shipping as well on all orders. Stateside Vodka, it's summer stateside. Get those vodka sodas. And you can also use our promo code USP to get 10% off the one liter bottles of Stateside at StatesideVodka.com. Must be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And same goes for our friends at Kenwood Beer. Use the Kenny Tracker to find where you can get your Kenwood Beer. (laughs) I can't get over the Kenny Tracker. They've got something that might be useful in your basement. They sell Kenny Taps. Oh. Might might have to go down in the Mazzola Cave. I'm coming, Kenwood. Kenwood, he's coming. Uh, Summer of Kenny as well. They're the best in the game. Go local. Don't go with these big brands that are going to rip you off. Go to the local guys that are doing it for the people. Support local beer. So, must be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly with our friends at Kenwood Beer. But this has been the inaugural episode of TVA Thursdays right here on the Streamer Season podcast feed. Streamer Season, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Dylan, I'm KB. It's time to go time travel. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.